the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Part of your world from the Little Mermaid. What a good music to kickstart the show with. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. I'm Brian Awena and I'm 12 years old. Thank you for tuning to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. So, coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Jenna Bento. She is a top dog handler from Top Dogs. And we have a special guest in studio. Tinky, hello. Mm, you're so cute. So get ready for a very interesting and fun show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brown Oena and I'm 12 years old. Good afternoon, Jenna. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for coming. How's your day been so far? My day has been wonderful. I can't wait. I've just been waiting for this moment all the time. I've been so excited. So let's just jump into the questions. Wonderful. Okay. What is Top Dogs? So Top Dogs is a non-profit organization that's basically aimed to spread smiles for miles. That's our motto. And what we do is we take our fur babies who practice as therapy dogs and we go visit old age homes and frail care centers. We go visit abused children, so on and so forth. Wow, that, this so far sounds like an amazing organization. I think it really is. How, uh, how did Top Dogs get its name? So Top Dogs actually means touch our pets, therapy dogs. So it's pretty self-explanatory. We take our pets over and people get to touch them. Well, I love touching dogs. Yeah. Who started Top Dogs? So we had eight founding members who started Top Dogs, and they were extremely dedicated handlers. And they started the organization about 10 years ago. This is actually our 10-year anniversary this oh, year. Oh, wow. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. When, did, when, when did you start working? I started working with Top Dogs about a year ago, um, last year May, I would say. Wow, that's that's actually not so long ago. Well, like, it doesn't feel so long ago, but like, like I still feel 11. It's like, you know. <laughs> can people join? And if they can, how can they? Yes, people can join, and we would love more people to join, especially the youth. Um, basically, in order to join, all you need is to have your own well-behaved dog. And what you can do is you can book a place for the next evaluation. You attend three... Pro- three observatory visits, and then you fill in a questionnaire. After that, if your dog qualifies as a top dog through the evaluation, then they'll attend three probationary visits, uh, six probationary visits. What's a probation? A probationary visit is when the dog and the handler both go to um, a home and experience it there with other qualified dogs. So they basically just sit and watch calmly until we're qualified fully. So what happens if they don't sit there, um, like sit calmly? If they don't sit calmly, then they don't get checked off. Um, each probationary visit, a dog will receive feedback, and after the feedback, they'll be signed off. And after that, having been signed off about six times, um, they are qualified. Oh, wow. It sounds easy, but for the dog, I'm not so sure if it's easy. I think they have a lot of fun, <laughs> though. So what happens if a dog's like half-trained and then... Like, do you do the rest of the training? Or? 
So most dogs uh, will be trained in order to pass the evaluation they should be trained, should be able to sit, you should be able to leave your dogs alone with other people. Um, obviously, that is not required as part of the job. You are always with your dog. But they need to be social and they need to be well-behaved. Well, that's reasonable. Very. Reasonable, very reasonable. Uh, can people visit? People can visit. Um, they would be classified as observers. Um, w- during the process of applying to be a top dog, you do go for three observation visits where you yourself, without your dog, go and watch the other handlers interact with the people that we're visiting. Wow, that sounds amazing. Um, does like, like, um, do the people, if their dogs come to work, do they have to come every day or not? No, Top Dogs is really easy. It really fits into anyone's schedule because it's something that you choose to do. You know, you can go for a visit during the week in the mornings, afternoons, on the weekend. It really just depends on the time slots that are available and fit into your timetable. Oh, that's very easy. Where is Top Dogs based? So Top Dogs is across central Gauteng. We are right from the east until the west, and we travel all throughout. Wow, that sounds amazing. Traveling is very... So, like, what happens if a dog of somebody else, they, like, the most perfect person, dog, for being able to be, a, like, a therapy dog, but what happens if they don't do well with cars or transport? Well, it's going to be have to be a learned thing. Um, one way or another, the dogs are going to have to be transported via cars to get to the destinations, transported with their owners. But from my experience, I haven't really come across any dogs who handle the trip so terribly, especially because they're not necessarily so far. Obviously, you work within the areas that are as close and convenient to you as possible. This job is just like, wow. It's, it's a dream. Like, it's just like perfect. <laughs> Can anyone bring their dogs to be trained as therapy dogs? But what happens? So, like, basically, if they don't want to be, like, work at top dogs, but they just want their dog to be trained, how do they do that? So, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think we offer such a service. Um, it's more of a relationship with your dog and your handler. You know, you go there with your dog and your aim and your goal is to protect your dog and let them do the job, you know, they are the magicians and your job is to protect them. And for that, I think you really need to be an owner of the dog and have that love and dedication. Well, usually if you have a dog, you'll also love the stuff. So I'm sure you do. I would hope so. <laughs> and what is a dog handler? A dog handler. Well, I would just say that we are pretty much the silent guardians of our brilliant little fur babies. As I said, our dogs are the magicians. They do all the work. We are just there to guide and watch over and make sure that everything's okay. Because I must tell you that on many occasions, my name has been forgotten. But on zero occasions, my dog's name has been forgotten. Mm. Well, your dog is so cute. (laughs) She's snoring over here on my lap. Um. How do the dogs, like, how do they interact with each other? Like, what do they... So when you usually arrive um, wherever you will be working, you have an interaction for the dog. So you'll take your dog for a walk, allow them to smell around and explore and interact with the other dogs so that that we're all calm and in a good space. And then we just usually go up. The dogs are usually very good with one another. I guess that's just one of the traits that a top dog therapy dog must have. They must be able to interact with other dogs. 
Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult for them. Mm-hmm. If a dog has been through a trauma, are you able to train the dog to be a therapy dog? So I think that's dependent on the dog and on the trauma. Um, it's a very difficult thing to ask because, you know, some dogs handle it really well. Some past abused dogs that have been taken in and adopted um, react really well to something like this. Um, but our aim isn't to be therapeutic towards dogs, but more so to humans. So dogs are our therapy workers. Wow. But if you do do the therapy to the dog, um, has it helped the dog overcome their trauma? So... As I said, that's not really the purpose of Top Dogs, so I'm not entirely sure. I think that's just with love and affection and completely dog-dependent. Sometimes dogs just do need to like, be shown that they Yes. Like. You know, some dogs aren't made for it, and they may be the most brilliant and wonderful dogs. They just don't enjoy therapy work. It might be too emotionally draining on them, and from there you'll just see and know. Yeah. Let the dogs do what they can't do what they want. So let's take a quick sound break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brian Wena and I'm 12 years old. So let's definitely carry on with the questions, okay? So um, where, what kind of therapies do the dogs do? So we have three main programs. Firstly, we have the animal-assisted activities, which are therapeutic visits to your hospitals and hospices, your frail cares, and so on. Um, we also have animal-assisted therapy, which is one-on-one uh, with a healthcare professional. And we have animal educational programs um, in which we teach schools and children's how to approach dogs and antibiotic techniques and, yeah, about how to treat animals with respect. Those are amazing therapy things. And where do all these visits take place? So we go to homes for the intellectually disabled. We go to frail care units, rehabilitation centers, homes for abused and traumatized children. We go to Alzheimer's homes and retirement villages, as well as ICUs and hospitals. It's quite a broad scope. Wow, those are amazing places to go to. I'm sure all those people are very appreciative of all these work. They really are. It's beautiful. How do you make sure your dogs, the people's dogs, are well enough to go to all these places? So when applying to top dogs and going through your evaluations, you are required to submit vet certificates and documentation stating that your dog is up to date with vaccinations and so on. We also take hygiene very seriously. Before all visits, we spritz our dogs with antibacterial dog perfumes, Mm. if that's what you can call it. Um, and we bring some hair brushes, especially for the children. They love to brush the dog's hair. So that's how we make sure that health-wise we're on board. That's amazing. That's very good. How do you choose which dog or dogs are suited for certain people? Or yeah. So as I said earlier, we do go for observation visits and probationary visits initially in the process of joining top dogs. And I think in those visits, you'll note what... A, would suit your dog, and B, what your dog is reacting best to, and from there you can make the decisions. There's no harm in doing as many observation visits as you'd like, whereby you just go and experience and witness the other handlers and their dogs, and you really just pick up on the environment. This job sounds like so chillaxed and everything. It's It's really relaxed and really fulfilling. Can you tell us any funny, inspiring, any stories about your dogs? 
Wow, there's some beautiful stories. Um, actually, Tia and myself once went to the Netcare Rehabilitation Center, and there was a little boy who I think had an autoimmune disease, and he was unable to open his hands. And Tia waltzed in there with her wagging tail and smile on her face, and this boy just took a liking to her. I could see the connection, and he started reaching his hand out. And feeling her fur, he started crinkling his fingers, reaching for her fur. And his mother was shocked. I couldn't believe it. And she just said to me, you just don't understand what you guys have done. My boy hasn't opened his hands. And for the first time, here he is reaching out to your dog and moving his fingers. And it was really beautiful. You get really other beautiful stories. There was a dog, Winston, who went to an Alzheimer's facility And there was a patient there who was restrained in bed for his own safety. And when this man saw the dogs, he just uttered, oh, dogs. Now, those were the first words that he had spoken in over six months. The impact that these dogs have on human beings' lives is just so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Like, I can't believe that happened. That's like dogs are like miracles. Dogs are miracles. And how how do you like... Make sure the dogs won't hurt the people. So that comes with the training. You know, a lot of our dogs are not aggressive. All of our dogs are not aggressive. It's one of those things we have to make sure that our dogs are perfectly controlled. You tell them to leave, they leave. They don't bite. And you can see when your dog's getting agitated. So that's when you diffuse the situation, remove him from the situation, and calm him down. Need it be to leave the venue or to walk outside for a couple of minutes, whatever it takes, you look after your dogs and thus you look after the humans. Wow, that's amazing. What do you enjoy most about your job? What do I enjoy most? Well, it's wonderful. It's fulfilling. The results and the smiles that you see on people's face to see how children who once couldn't look at dogs in the eyes are waiting and hugging them with so much enthusiasm. And you get to go. Sometimes I go to the old age home in um, Woodmead and Sunning Hillside and afterwards we get to go for some tea and scones and the dogs socialize and you interact with the people who work there. It's just overall a beautiful experience that's easy to fit into one's life as a student, an adult working, whatever it is, it's a wonderful, wonderful job. And what's the most challenging part about your job? I think the most challenging part of the job is not to become too emotionally attached to the people that you visit. I find that very difficult with children particularly. Um, Also, you need to make sure that you're protecting your dog as well as satisfying the people that you visit because a lot of the times it can become overwhelming for your dog, especially in environments with children. But if you can maintain your cool and keep everyone happy, then you know you've done the right job and challenge eliminated. Wow. And... What happens if you go to a place and you don't know that this person is allergic to dogs and you bring the dog? We usually ask. We always ask, especially when visiting your frail cares, old age homes, hospitals. We knock on the doors before entering and we make sure that everyone who's coming into contact with the dogs will not be allergic or have any such effect. Yeah, that's a very good thing. Do you work with other organizations or dog organizations? No, I don't currently work with any other dog organizations. Right now I'm just trying to grow my role in top dogs because I think it's definitely worthy of such. It is. Don't, that's a good idea. How many dogs so like now do top dogs have? So we've got about 160 teams, meaning Whoa. that we have about 80 dogs and 80 handlers. 
We'd love to grow that though. That's a lot. I hope you get more. Mm. I hope so too, because people can come and help with so many various different aspects of the organization. Wow, yeah, definitely. This, guys, you must join Top Dogs. It's an amazing organization. <laughs> what is your dream for the future for Top Dogs? My dream for the future of Top Dogs, I think it would just be to expand and grow and to create awareness for the power that therapy dogs have to offer. I think it's very overlooked in the world and people don't necessarily understand it. And it's something so simple and so beautiful. And I think it would be beautiful to open up the world's eyes to this. Well, I think your dream's going to come true. I hope so. I think it is. Well, I hope, I, I hope so too. There is a saying you can, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Is this true? I don't think it's true because I have a 17 year old Jack Russell who I've just managed to train. Whoa. Whoa. I know. I think that you really, I think you really can teach an old dog new tricks. Um, every day they grow and they learn and I think repetition is the answer, is the key. Yeah, you can't give up on them. But what is the oldest age and the youngest age you can start training a dog? The youngest age you can start training a dog is when it comes home to you at about eight weeks, I would say. Not necessarily training per se. I mean, party training and socializing is really important. I think that's one of the biggest aspects that people seem to miss out on. Um, so to socialize your dog and from there after you can begin to train it. I'm not really sure about the oldest age. Can't give you that answer yet. I'm yeah. so sorry for that. Doesn't matter. If people want to contact you to find out more or to donate, how can they do this? So they can go onto our website, which is top dog, top dogs or they can email us at info at therapydogs.co.za. Moreover, you can go to our Facebook page, check us out, our Instagram page, which is Therapy Top Dogs. Wow. Everybody start emailing or do everything. Get involved, everyone. This has been Ha Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Brian Oena and I'm 12 years old. Thank you to my guests, or should I say guests, Tinky and Jenna Bento for coming on Car Kids today. And thank you to my producer Mandy and Craig for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Car Kids show. Only on 101.9 Car FM. Goodbye kids!